0: Randy Weaver did say that the sheriff's deputy that came out to his house without Randy even asking for him to come out uh, was a nice fellow. And I'm getting emails coming in that say things like this. Alex, I just called and spoke to Mr. Tim Robertson, chief deputy of Boone County Sheriff's Department. He was very aware of the black SUV and the person on in black uniform. He sounds sympathetic towards our cause and realizes the U.S. Is got a lot of problems and agrees with me that Mr. Weaver is a true American patriot. And it goes on. I asked him if it was okay for you to call him. He said that was fine. So uh, he says they're doing everything they can to find out who the black SUV and the person in black uniform is. So, yeah, I mean, Randy did give out their local's number, but I think they're not involved in this. They're not behind this, so there's no reason to call up and be mean to them and it does sound like that the sheriff department doesn't want any problems and he doesn't want any circuses and and uh, if randy va- says the sheriff deputy he talked to was pretty nice that that says a lot so we'll try to track this as it develops uh let's uh go ahead and talk to charles in florida charles you're on the air hello hello sir
1: hi mr jones uh thank you so much for having me on um i want to say thank you for for dedicating your life to this the uh most noble cause it is never the most popular
0: well, it wasn 't when I started out, but let me tell you, this is an honor to do what I do. Nobody needs thank me.
1: well, you really have a gift for seeing the big picture and um, i was uh, I was looking into the FEMA camps, and if there's eight hundred with an average of twenty thousand uh, capacity of twenty thousand that would be sixteen million. And then I think there's one in Alaska that's supposed to be 2 million. So that would be 18 million total that they could hold there.
0: And they have built giant federal processing centers that can process upwards of 8,000 a day all from Denver to outside Oklahoma City to D.C. Uh, to outside Dallas. Uh, I mean, it's just everywhere.
1: Um, I was wondering on a different note if you're familiar with the uh, Masonic hand that took over the French Revolution.
0: Yes, what happened was our revolution was a good one and was based in good ideals. Uh, The Masonic Revolution was ultimately a cult uh, in France, they tried to go to a, uh, ten-day week and a nine-day week. They tried to make everyone adopt, uh, a cult worship. They'd always claim they were anti-religion. It was the opposite. And people, that's mainline French history. And they killed millions. And it started out with, oh, let's kill the elite. But it was actually being run by some of the princes. And it was really a way just to overturn some of the elite above them. And then it was, and it was about killing the middle class. And it was like Pol Pot. The Illuminati always goes after the middle class, and they uh, killed several million people.
1: Yeah, I've been uh, listening to you for a couple of years since I was in high school, and, uh, you know, as I, as I learn more about the New World Order, I, I see more of your videos. It occurs to me that, uh, the closer you get to, you know, I guess winning the info war, the more progress you make, the, uh, the closer we get also to the, the dark times that you and Mr. Weaver, uh, had alluded to earlier. Um, it's just the the whole thing is so confusing because uh, you know I have the feeling that if if that you are allowed to stay on air to saying what you say and knowing everything that you know that you know it at some level, they're they're aware of that and they're they're letting you do it. So uh, well, this is why you know. they can't
0: move against everyone yet. And there's too many other people who are just as smarter, more more intelligent than I am. We're about to have one of them on, and so they can't get us all. Ideas are bulletproof, and they know that I've committed. And they know, come hell or high water, that I am committed to this fight, and I believe in God and i'm trying to be a good person and i know they're evil and, and look a lot of their own police and military are good people okay a lot of people in the system are waking up it look, they may not be able to carry this out you see they they bought off the churches to tell everybody it's a foregone conclusion i mean if you think you're gonna lose a battle from the start of it even if you're ten to one and 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 you've got the big guns you're gonna lose it's called an initiative we have to get the initiative again okay, and realize that 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 even uh, number one they're misinterpreting the Bible and lying and saying you know we've got to lay down and go along with evil but but I mean let's say regardless of the ends next year, we have a responsibility to fight evil and it's, I mean i don't see, listen, the Baptist Church came out uh, Friday and said they're for blanket total amnesty in the amnesty bill. okay, the Catholic Church has called for gun control in this country. I mean it's just our institutions have been taken over they're totally bankrupt. And 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 I want to know why the Baptist churches aren't talking about Dinecor and Halliburton running child kidnapping rings. Well, no, they're just going to ignore that, see, and then say, oh, we got to register all the kids in some Masonic DNA database to keep them safe from Al Qaeda, when they are Al Qaeda. We'll be right back. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. We're about to have a really amazing guest on. I've had him on before. He's Alan Watt. We'll tell you all about him. I know we've got a lot of callers. We'll have open phones while he's on with us as well. But I wanted him to go into some of the history of the New World Order, the whole eugenics background, the, the mass extermination plan, why that's really their religion and what they're pushing towards and, and, and really what makes the enemy tick. And, again, the stuff we're about to hear is documented. It's in history books. They wrote about it themselves. Uh, no matter how strange it sounds, it's real and it's verifiable. And so the police and military listening need to know who they're working for. Uh, So I know they won't listen now, but later they will. That's the key. Uh, Let's uh, go ahead and go to our guest now. And Alan Watts really done his homework. See, my problem is I literally study till 2, 3 in the morning almost every night. Lately I haven't been doing as much study because I'm editing uh, on Endgame. But that's studying itself. Like, I've even gotten freaked out lately. I've been finding more quotes and then verifying the quotes. It's one thing to have a quote online, but to go read and then to find the audios of Bing Brzezinski saying that our government supported Pol Pot and kept him in power. I mean, just to find that they brag about it. I mean, we're in trouble. And then I found out, that they don't respect each other till they've engaged in mega deaths. That's like they actually honor and worship people who've been responsible for mass murder, and then to find their quotes on that, and to find all this out, and to find out because you know years ago I read about Charles Darwin, the, the grandson of, uh, of the of the uh, you know, supposed father of uh, theory of evolution. I'm not debating the theory of evolution. The point is that that that, that this is a religion and it goes back to the occult of how they're kind of growing through these different levels and how they openly talked about sterilizing people and eugenics and CPS started through that and our whole architecture, everything you see is driven by this desire to set up world government so they can orderly exterminate us down to 500 million conservatively there's now big camps in the new world order who want to kill down to only a few hundred thousand and uh, they think they're gods they're totally sick and they write about it that's the thing is police, military listening who don't believe me you can verify this and Alan Watt of course just has such a wide range when I've heard him on air or interviewed him here or read his website I'm like man this guy really gets it there's a lot of people out there that are full of baloney a lot of people out there uh, who are either egomaniacs and attack everybody in the movement not Alan Watt he is just a real deal now I've been have had people turn around and bite me in the behind in many times before, but he looks like the real deal, and it's always great to have somebody up who really knows what they're talking about and can calmly go through it. Alan, thank you for coming on with us.
2: It's a pleasure to be on. Yeah.
0: Tell folks a little bit about yourself, your website, and then let's just get into, in a nutshell, you know, crash course in this, what their mindset is, who they are, some of the citations, and what we're facing.
2: Okay. Um, what we're facing is a complete change in everything we've been taught to believe in almost. To realize that this isn't a, a recent takeover of a system, but rather it's the, the upgrading of a system that was never ours. Now, these guys have been at this for centuries and centuries, maybe even thousands of years when you go back into the old Greek uh, philosophers, with the the whole philosophy or religion, it's one and the same thing actually, uh, that the power of might uh, has the right to rule the lesser. And that the function of society, simply by studying the peoples thousands of years ago, was to, for those who had the uh, insight, the illumined ones, the ones who were brighter, uh, they had the right to exploit those below that they claimed were lesser. They were the ones who didn't have the higher IQs, the ordinary people. So it's a psychopathic, elitist organization we're talking about that finds the study of nature uh, in order to to uh, and use it to back up uh, and rationalize what they're doing with the world they believe they are gods in a sense because they're guiding the shape of the planet and the future of the whole of humanity
0: tell us about yourself break down how you woke up and then and then give us that condensed history and then start up with the modern eugenicist system where that comes from because that's so key
2: Yes, well, you know, it's not even modern. It's again, it goes back to Plato. Uh, but when he talked in the Republic about this uh, beautiful utopia they would love to create, uh, where the guardians would be in charge of the whole world, the, the ultra elite who are inbreed, and he said it was very important they breed to pass on their special genes. What he meant was their their particular psychopathic traits of cunningness. And he also talked about breeding the lesser people for specialized functions by breeding them like animals. To make tall people or short people for different functions, uh, this was understood that this could be done just by simply um, selective breeding and forced breeding. So they've always been involved in, in uh, a eugenics movement, and uh, this came to the fore in the 1800s, more so, um, and in the, in the 18th century. By the that way, that's
0: why skeletons, uh, say, dug up uh, in Britannia from 2,000 years ago are about five foot eight. Five foot seven, depending on the area, on average. But by the 1400s, after just 500, 600 years of feudalism, the average serf was about five two male, but the average elite was above six feet. It's even their enjoyment to to have the the slaves be smaller than them. Through feudalism, keeping them on tiny pieces of land, controlling them, dominating them. And that's why the Queen of England's into breeding today with horses and dogs and everything else. It's their religion. Please continue.
2: Yes, their religion. And also, you find when the Normans came in. See, the Normans really came into, through Europe, this odd nation that sprung up with lots of money and a military of armored knights and a huge uh, treasure chest to fund mercenaries to go into the next country and the next country. And they took over Europe, uh, especially England, um, on a scale of World War II. They built floating barges that were acres and acres wide to carry forts across, you know, wooden forts, and constructed them. And it's been on for years with backups and munitions and all the rest of it. Incredible agenda. And, and they brought in this feudal system with them that really had come from the Middle East, uh, that had been tried and tested for thousands of years. And... Um, With that, they started to take in the uh, uh, inventory of their conquered lands. In Britain, it was called the Domesday Book. So literally every man, woman, and child, uh, chicken, pig, cow, was was, was, uh, listed as property of the king. And then they started to confiscate the animals from the people and force them onto a meagre diet, and that's why they started to get shorter. And the big joke amongst them, even today, is the little people they're not talking about fairies or elves, they're talking about the common people. Because the elite, of course, had all the meat, and they tend to be much, much larger, and, and that's why. Yeah. This was a forced eugenics program hundreds of years ago. And it hasn't stopped, and even in World War One, you find when the British troops um, were being recruited for, for World War I, the average height was five feet two, and five foot three. And within four or five months of feeding, on a military diet, they gained a minimum, on average, of five or six inches.
0: Please continue.
2: Well, you find, again, that around that time of World War I, um, the high Masonic societies, who put so much faith in science, believed uh, that um, they could alter, again, played by Plato's idea, uh, the whole of the human world to serve uh, their system in a better, more efficient way. And it turned out book upon book on eugenics and special breeding. And that's when the American Eugenics Society sprung up, funded primarily by the Rockefellers. And they've been behind it all for a long time in the U.S. side of things, but they're interrelated with the rest of them across the world. And they even had their own magazine out every month on, on the perfect American families.
0: And, and of course, called, they funded the Kaiser Wilhelm Society of Eugenics and all the major arms yeah. that created the Nazi party with the army intelligence officer Adolf A. Lewis Hitler again folks this is what governs everything the social workers, everything, this is where it comes from, please
2: continue yes and even in the medical books at the time you'll find that it was widespread, they, they went through the whole process of eliminating disease and inferior types of humans um, by, by uh, any means possible to eliminate the, the bad gene pools as they called it The bad traits Uh, and and so that was taught uh, from the 1900s onwards for a long time it fell away during World War II because it was well known that Adolf Hitler did uh, support the whole Darwinian eugenics program and um, I don't know if people realize that thousands of uh, German psychiatrists joined the Nazi party because it fell right in with what they were being taught that they would eliminate mental illness and low IQs by simple uh, elimination of the people. They wouldn't allow them to breed, or they would uh, sterilize them. Now, they're already sterilizing them in the U.S. under uh, the same kind of programs. I don't know if people realize that.
0: 450-plus thou from the 1920s until the mid-1980s, and it's still going on quietly.
2: That's right. And so this is a eugenics program. Uh, this is what they really mean about uh, how, how uh, the study of genetic g- genetics would cure all the world's ills. Well, it will for them when they make us all a specific type uh, that will serve them much better without the problems. And that's where they've been going steadily ever since. And all the different branches of the Illuminati that sprung up uh, were just branches of uh, free, higher Freemasonry at the time. And um, Weishaupt's order was the Benin order, uh, the order of the bees. They had the beehive as a symbol, the perfect society. The
0: fleur-de-lis.
2: Yeah, and it goes all the way back to to uh, Egypt, too. Um, the fleur-de-lis initiated in Egypt. you see in the top of their columns. And also, uh, it's the, the trinity. It's the perfect unification of body, soul, spirit, whereas the ordinary person, supposedly.
0: So it's also the perfect rationalization for all the wicked things they do that, oh, they're the yeah. guardians of the earth. But in reality, they do everything they can to dumb people down. They're, they're threatened by intelligence. The truth is they're trying to continue a monopoly. Now, I want to go back, though. Uh, if we can now, people have the general view, and, of course, I historically agree with everything you're saying because it's, it's what they admit – Let's go back, though, and look at Charles Darwin I mm-hmm. and walk through their open breeding program only into, what, two other families, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then uh, Charles, his grandson, and, and the next million years, and how that ties into Dr. Pianca saying kill 90% of the public. Uh, you know, He, of course, is at UT, and where all this is going and, and how far away they are from being able to launch their main operation.
2: Yeah, well, what they claimed was in the 1700s is that the future they envisaged would be one where those families who had acquired wealth and power and managed to hold on to it by selective breeding, picking their wives for special qualities similar to themselves, they had the right to to rule the future. And Charles Darwin's family only intermarried with the Wedgwood family for about four or five generations. And now they're completely mentally ill basket cases. Yeah, Charles' own ten children... Uh, all died, one, two of them in a mental hospital, and, uh, he then, and then his wife died, she was a Wedgwood. He then married his mother's sister, who was a Wedgwood, uh, and his father, of course, married a Wedgwood, and, and uh, his grandfather married a Wedgwood. So they were already practicing this inbreeding uh, program to try and regain what they thought was mm-hmm. their intellect. They believed that's why they had that cunningness, that power. Uh, of insight, but in fact, on uh, psychiatry, when they study it, the, the, what they're looking at are really the, the rationalizations of the psychopath.
0: Well, you're right. And again, massive inbreeding does actually lower IQ and cause all sorts of uh, physical illnesses, not just mental. And uh, studying a lot of the eugenicists in this country, most of them ended up in mental institutions because their families had already been secretly breeding for in some cases thousands of years, and they're just completely. Psychopathic control freaks. Uh, that, of course, in this gene line, is obsessive compulsive, obsessed with order, and uh, they like to kill people. Is their main main trait. We'll be right back. Just like a lot of high bred breeds of dog basically the breed just dies out, they become so mentally ill, they have so many genetic problems. Imagine the elite are still following a plan that was faulty science from thousands of years ago, read Plato's Republic, read it all, uh, about how they are elite, and they've been inbreeding with, with the traits that let their great, 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 great grandpaws be a tribal chieftain or, you know, be good at banking. Yeah, they had some strong traits that were good at something, and then they just keep breeding with others who are more aggressive. And they lose. She's supposed to be balanced, supposed to be aggressive, but then also be a loving person. Uh, but no, not these people. And again, I want to be clear most Masons aren't even real Masons. They're porch Masons. They're not even in the higher levels. Uh, and so I want to be clear when Masons tune in and they think, oh, they're saying Masons run it all, and then they'll come back with founding fathers were Masons. Well, you know, yeah, and most of them were low level and being co opted. They weren't fully co opted like the French Revolution. And I want to get our guest to talk about that sum and make uh, the differential there because the elites always trying to take over any movement and influence it. And the, and the elites will occasionally even do good things because they'll try to do it for evil or for control and it'll turn into good. They're not perfect. They're not invincible. By the way, huge Norman Mineta news from We Are Change. It's going up on jonesreport.com right now. Great job. WeAreChange.org and Seattle 9-11 Truth. Got Norman Mineta Transportation Secretary with new bombshell info. That's coming up in the, in near the end of the show today. We will be covering that, and we'll get Alan's uh, take on that as well. Alan, we're breaking here in a few minutes, but, uh, again, do you want to comment on, on any of the things I've said or correct mm-hmm. anything?
2: Well, yeah, the, 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 the masons must realize that they needed a middle class for the industrial era, and that's why they gave, for the first time, what's known as Freemasonry to, to people who were not of noble birth. Because the nobles already had their, their orders going all the way back to ancient times. The Romans had the equestrian order for their nobility, and it's never been any different. Uh, so they gave... A,
0: the CFR symbol is the equestrian order symbol from Rome. Uh, yeah.
2: That's right. And, and that, that's what you see now. Is, uh, but they needed a, a sifting pool for the brighter ones and the ordinary people because they had to recruit. What they knew for the future would be military leaders and police leaders, authoritarian leaders to, to manage the peoples for the world they envisaged coming. And so they looked for... Uh, an order that, where people could keep secrets and they'd be tested to see if they could keep secrets and that those who do take the se- se- uh, keep the secrets and take the little bribes that do come their way, that's, I have no problem understanding and believing it. I know they do. And that many of them have told me uh, they get uh, bank loans instantaneously and so on, uh, even on the lower levels. Um, so they take these little bribes and keep their mouths shut. And if they're really good, and if they need them for for managing the public, even a local newspaper uh, editor, uh, he'll be recruited and pushed upstairs, as they say, or put into a side order, which goes much much higher. So it's a sifting process of who they can use.
0: Exactly. And it's like a little Russian doll. Systems within systems, pyramids within pyramids, Mm. all nexusing uh, up to higher levels. Uh, studying the Masons, uh, of course, in some of the orders, there's 360 degrees mm-hmm. with Lucifer at the 360. How high from your study do the humans go in the order? Because after that, you know, they, you know, they place goddesses and mm-hmm. gods on that, uh, on that panopticon.
2: Well once you get to the to the to the quaternity, which is the fortieth degree you 're into the the lower gods, remember the elohim the Elohim and the angels this is it's modeled after this, this is the esoteric meaning behind it there 's orders of angels all the way up to the elohim gods, and that 's what they, they they use it after it 's modeled on that yeah life begins yeah. at forty, you see yeah
0: yeah. And there's several different schools of it, but Mm -hmm. it all goes with the circle of the snake eating itself. We'll be right back with Alan Watt, who will tell you about his website and what he does. Uh, Just a really great researcher. We're honored to have him. Big Norman Mineta news coming up, and they're openly saying they want to shut down talk radio. Well, we've had Alan Watt on before, but not often enough. i got to have him on regularly. You can visit Infowars.com and link over to his website. It's uh, excellent. But, uh, Alan, before we continue and go on any further, tell folks, again, a little bit about yourself and about your website and some of the great DVDs and uh, and audios that you offer.
2: Yeah. Uh, if they go into CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com uh, or the European site that's TU uh, there's lots there, lots of talks I've given they can download for free. And uh, I go. I cover a lot of this history, a lot of the big players in it. I use the quotes. I'll use their books. Uh, and so I don't speculate. I use their information that they put out themselves at the top level uh, to show you. That way there's no debate on this.
0: Well, here's an example. Helmut Schmidt, German chancellor, back in the 80s, he writes a book, Men in Power, as a political retrospective, and he says, hey, we do druidic rituals in the groves, Mm -hmm. Uh, in Germany, but I like doing the rituals the most in Northern California. I mean, there he is saying it's a ritual, they take it serious, but do they tell the public, oh, it's just a play?
2: Oh, yes, yes. They they, they always have uh, two versions. But uh, for themselves, it is very, very serious because they do take, when grown men take oaths uh, of uh, 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 killing each other, should they break the oath, uh, they take that seriously. And they have so much to hide from the general public, they must at that level. They must take it seriously. They all know. Now, they, they all know what they're doing uh, uh, is wrong in the public's eyes, uh, but uh, being psychopathic, they're quite happy to go along with it and keep their mouths shut. Psychopaths have no conscience, we must remember. They don't have guilt uh, trips about anything. They also
0: have a lot of sociopaths in their servant class, yeah. who, uh, and then they have people who are afraid who, who make the decision to join them, a lot of intelligent people I've talked to said, "Look, I've joined the New World Order because mm. things were
2: dangerous." I've talked to some young people who've uh, who've told me I want to join the winning side, and they think they're intellectuals. Uh, some of the university. Uh, some have been approached to join the, the CFR while at university, from big families, old families, and uh, and they've told me quite plainly that they'll they'll join the winning team. So uh, again, that is a psychopathic say, trait.
0: They say I'm joining the winning team, and yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. But he goes, and and they'll say, "But that's our strength. Is that Mm -hmm. we're going to kill you?"
2: I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's just a thing. Yeah. Even Plato said it. Is it from the ordinary people? He called them the its. The ordinary people were called its. They were not considered as people. And um, the brighter ones uh, at, at the upper classes, though, of the its, he said, they would test. Now, today we call it scholarships. That's what universities are for, too. And the brighter ones are then recruited, given scholarships, and brought in to be the servant class of bureaucracies which run this whole system. And they've been doing that for a long, long time, too. By
0: the way, the big secret is, uh, and and my dad's been to big corporate high-level training seminars on recruiting, and they openly say the New World Order has by design destroyed, this is in major meetings, the New World Order, this is in mainline corporate meetings. The New World Order has destroyed the general public's cognitive, you know, uh, capacity by design. They overdid it. Now we're headhunting and the homeschoolers are the best, but we even buy up the homeschoolers that aren't that good because it shows that they're basically, uh, you know, free agents. And so every homeschooler I know gets double, triple, full tuitions uh, when other people don't because they're just trying to get. Uh, the people that almost
2: escaped them. Uh, that's right, and uh, again too, they have tests in school. People realize you have been tested all the time. It's even more so now. Every year you're tested and psychologically tested. And they're also looking for the psychopathic types that, that are a bit, uh, better with, the, with their marks at school to recruit into being servants for them. And these are the guys who become the, bureauc- the bureaucrats for them uh, in the, the federal bureaucracies and local bureaucracies. That's
0: why they're giving complex psychological tests yeah. in every major public school uh, mm-hmm. in the Western world and now Asia to build key cores... Of uh, functionaries, bureaucrats, Mm -hmm. technocracy, functionaries, but also technicians of death. We'll be right back. Mainstream media. Government cover-ups. You want answers? Well, so does he. He's Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. And now, live from Austin, Texas, Alex Jones. Now into our number three, eight minutes into it. Huge developments with Norman Mineta, former transportation secretary, being asked about, hey, was Dick Cheney with the Pentagon, was he ordering a shootdown saying it still stood? Or was he saying that it's not a shoot-down order? And he said, no, 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 it definitely was not a shoot-down order. Whatever the orders were, it wasn't a shoot-down. That's confirming that the order still stood. The guy's walking in saying it's 50 miles out, it's 20 miles out, it's 10 miles out, does it still stand? Yeah, you've heard the orders. Have you heard anything else? The contrary. He also confirms that Cheney didn't know if Flight 93 had been shot down over Shanksville and said, let's find out. Because the order, Cheney, two months before, had taken the powers from the Pentagon away. They'd always been able to shoot down Aaron Kraft before. But he'd taken the powers away from them conveniently. Uh, just, just on the subject of 9-11, uh, Alan mm-hmm. Watt, give us your take on that.
2: Well, it was a a plan waiting to happen, as I say, because uh, the project for a new American century and all those connected with it had put out their agenda for the 21st century. And they said it would be America's century, but they would need something that would happen to motivate the American public behind them in a war against Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran and Syria. And uh, lo and behold, uh, as Arthur C. Clarke uh, correctly wrote in his book, 2001, you get 9-11, and uh, the second uh, part of this phase is, is started. That's what 2001 was all about with uh, Clarke, who is a very high mason. And so... Uh,
0: well, he's I, also the inventor of the telecommunications satellite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go back. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, tell folks about the Darwins, about Clark, about H.G. Wells. Yeah. He wrote books like the New World Order, you know, wrote a bunch of non-fiction books. Was, mm-hmm. You know, c- c- uh, they're futurist. I mean, that's how Huxley, yeah. in the early 30s, could write Brave New World. And yeah. before he died in 62, he spoke at Berkeley and said, no, no, this is the real plan. Go
2: mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah, that's a fact. You see, in, in the 1800s, uh, in the early 1800s, Uh, the Rothschilds put up the first foundation for for novelists and writers and they started off what was the embryo of the futurist society which they all belong to now and all the budding uh, young guys were either picked at school to to go like H.G. Wells was he was trained by by Huxley's grandfather and, and picked by Huxley's grandfather Thomas who was the champion of Darwin and the best pal of Darwin And um, and and they picked these particular guys and they would say, look, we want you to write a story and put in these particular topics because that was what's called predictive programming. And so they'd write a little fascinating story to captivate the youth. And in the story, you're being downloaded with possible ideas which you will then accept as quite a natural progression when you see them come out in actuality in your lifetime. That's predictive programming. But they also wrote a lot of non-fiction books. And H.G. Uh, Wells, for instance, wrote uh, A History of the World, Part 1 and 2. And he puts the whole eugenics program in his book that he believed in. And even had all the races uh, down before Adolf Hitler that should be exterminated and those that should be saved. And it was all according to economic value to the system. He even had the Irish down there at one point. So... Uh, yeah, these guys work for massive think tanks. Today, all pretty well all the big novelists and sci-fi writers uh, belong to the Futurist Society, where yeah, they're given who, their who orders. Do you
0: believe the the, uh, the
2: elite race or races are? Well, H.G. Uh, Wells <coughs> did label them according to their to their help. He said we need economists and those who are experts in finance and economics. And he says, therefore, those families who are high up, meaning an aristocracy within the Judaic people, will control the finances. He then went on to list the other ones where, where inventions came out of, people who churned out inventors, etc.
0: Now, by the way, they're writing all of this. They're, this is H.G. This is Wells, folks. Mm-hmm. War of the Worlds, Time Machine, all of this. They're saying all this.
2: Mm-hmm. In a non-fiction book, huh? Uh-huh. Yes, and, But then we're bad to talk about it. Uh, That's right. And uh, H.G. Wells, uh, in the society he was recruited into and trained in, they gave them all uh, red ties to wear for the color of the Masonic Revolution. Uh, They created uh, communism or the basis of it in the West, not in the Soviet Union. And they did fund the whole Soviet structure into being. The well, dialectic
0: like being funded out of London. Yes. I mean, I mean, you can read the French Revolution propaganda, and it's it's communism. But that stuff's not new.
2: That's right. It was the same thing. It was the same format, um, the same right down to so killing off uh, masses of the peasants, because in the French Revolution, what's not talked about much is the fact they drew out, they had a map drawn out already drawn out, and uh, the mountain as they called it, uh, the part of their parliament system when it took over. Um, drew out this, this map and they had the ideal populations for every area of France and they started to cull off the excess populations Now by, what they know. do
0: is in this system what they seize a country, they exterminate mm-hmm. they get control, then they create a dictator to use the nation as an engine to wage war which kills the neighbor population and more of your internal population inner Napoleon.
2: That's right and, and Napoleon himself Um, had a lot of supporters in Britain. People don't realize that because his whole structure was based upon this in-between of communism and capitalism called socialism. And uh, uh, Bonapartism uh, was a very popular movement, even even in Britain. And he united all the small countries in preparation for them being taken, absorbed into the other Soviet bloc. Uh, he, He united Italy he united Germany. Without him, there would have been no World War One or Two. This is all fast-reaching plans, and these guys are intergenerational planners. They know if they start this now, they can pull this off in three, four generations down the road.
0: Absolutely. Maybe even sooner. And uh, for those that just joined us, this is written. This is stated. This is when you hear the term eugenics or bioethics today, that is the religion and the blueprint for societal engineering. Mm -hmm. And it is is just the ultimate power trip of these sickos. And you need to understand, for those that go, oh, you can't can't be intergenerational, Yale, Harvard, Princeton, or Oxford in England, it's just like a university. It grows. The people that sit in the positions of power uh, fund themselves, fund their names as the institution grows, They grow. Family names are associated with it. So just as a university can be 500 years old and own you know half the land in a major city and have hundreds of billions in investments, like the University of Texas alone, that's just one mode of this, you see. And 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 then that's where the different globalists, when they go in and out of government, sit in media or in the universities. It's kind of that trifecta. Let's launch forward to. Uh, With Alan Watt, what do you think is going to happen, breaking down? Are they facing resistance? Uh, Are are they getting more resistance than they thought? Is their program seven years behind? Uh, Are people breaking out of the matrix, cutting through the matrix, as you say? And what's the hope at the end of the tunnel? I mean, break down what their master plan is, where they're going, if if they could have what they wanted now, what they would do, Mm -hmm. and what you realistically think they'll be able to do.
2: Well, I don't think they're behind, to be honest with you. They've been preparing for this part of it for a hundred years. And we've seen the build up of internal military armies, they call police now, who have two sets of uniforms, one for the street and one for the combat. And training them all with this multi jurisdictional task force, is they even send them over to the Middle East to get experience and and, and knocking down doors and killing people. Battle-hardened, yeah. Yeah, and so this has been the strategy. They denied all this in the 80s. Some of us spoke out in the 80s about this. We knew it was happening. And they denied they even had an MGTF. Now they publicly uh, print it in their own papers. So uh, they're way ahead. They understand that 2010, uh, they hope to have the unification of the Americas completed, Uh, 2012 with more chaos they want the United Nations to be declared their official frontman and that's what it's set up for and,
0: uh, well, they're going to use the man-made global warming hoax as their funding yeah. mechanism.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: meanwhile, yeah. the Army just dumped 63 million gallons of solid <laughs> gas yeah. into the ocean, killing yeah. everything. I mean, that, the, by, by the way, that's mainstream news, mm-hmm. but that's not a problem. Carbon dioxide, a life-giving gas, is, is, is what they're going to tax, which mm-hmm. is the ultimate global feudal tax. Go ahead.
2: Well, it's been a war on all necessities for individual life. That's just it. The, the term interdependence goes back all the way, to John Dee uh, Queen Elizabeth's the court uh, uh, the first court in uh, the 16th century uh, they said they'd bring free trade a new system of free trade as they promoted this, this new system of, of Great Britain or the British Empire across the world
0: that's really to make everybody uh,
2: dependent mm-hmm. on them yes and, and it was also to rob the people of their ability eventually to sustain themselves uniquely as individuals that's the key be tied into the system is is their goal. Uh, Chopping wood will be outlawed under this Kyoto. Uh, Anything where you can actually heat yourself, feed yourself independently of the system is going to be illegal. You must be dependent on them for all of those things.
0: This is the big feudalist move. Mm -hmm. This is the great leap forward, the cultural revolution in China. This is what Hitler did. It's what Stalin did. Mm -hmm. The collectivization. Of the Western world under Kyoto, folks. You see, now you, you, you thought it was just a gas tax. Now it's oh, one child policies. We're going to tax you if you have more than one child. Oh, you can't have plastic bottles. Oh, you can't. Uh, you got to spay and neuter. Oh, you've got to track all your animals on your farm. Oh, it's total feudalism being launched right now.
2: Yes, yes it is. It's the whole. It's a whole kitten caboodle uh, out in the open now. It's just like if you looked at the Soviet system that was a big test bed to iron out all the problems. Um, it's being used here now because um, uh, even, even some friends of Gorbachev have come out and said really that what the West has now is just an updated form of the Soviet with their special NGO groups purportedly speaking, on behalf of the public, uh, NGO groups which are authorized by the United Nations and are unelected by any public.
0: non-governmental organizations, like locally, SOS and the rest of the land, Caesar.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, We'll be back with Alan Watt. This is, again, the reality. It's what we face. We'll be right back. All right, going back to Alan Watt. Alan, we could talk for 100 hours, and I've got to continue to have you back up. You're coming back in the next segment with us, too. You're not leaving us, but, uh, you know, it's just so horrible to see him bragging about it in front of our face, doing this, yeah, uh, openly doing all these horrible things. Dick Cheney saying he's above the presidency and can do whatever he wants. On purpose, they do that. They on purpose put articles in the chicago tribune saying they kidnap millions of children and women and take them to rape facilities i mean i mean mm-hmm. you can't make this stuff up yeah they purposefully admit four trillion is missing from the pentagon they purposefully yeah. are just flaunting it but but at the same time uh... alan people are waking up people mm-hmm. are saying no i mean congress has got a fourteen percent approval rating at least people aren't being i mean i do see an awakening do you have any hope or i mean what are you saying
2: it, it'll take a big and a different kind of awakening too because you see most of the public don't realize the culture that we have today was given to us and this has been well studied again that when psychopaths take over or even give you a structured system the culture they give out to the people below them is also a form of psychopathic It's it's a very um, hardened structure that has no empathy for weak people, the disabled, so et us, Jack
0: Bauer torturing children every
2: episode. Yes, exactly. They're
0: giving us their mindset.
2: Yes, and, and unfortunately, a lot of people who grew up in it, even if they're technically normal, uh, will, will, will accept that as being the norm and get recruited into these organizations. If you notice, I mean, it's not just that they're torturing people in the 21st century that's astounding to a civilized person. Uh, It's the fact that they have no problem getting the recruits to do it. Where did they they get them from? Well, they get them from uh, all the lower classes, generally for the military. They always have, and there's no shortage of them because they've created a generation who've been brought up as in single family homes, no father. Uh, they've been brought up on, on war video games where the object is to kill, 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 invented to desensitize uh, troops for training in the military so they would kill. They have created the very culture they needed for this particular time in history to use against the people. So uh, we are in bad straits that way. And what we have to do now is appeal to the conscience and people and get it in. And also
0: train people not how to to not work together and be a bunch of greedy rats,
2: too. Yes, it's it's true enough. Uh, It's a psychopathic, dog-eat-dog culture, survival of the fittest. And when we lose our compassion and our ability to empathize with others, we have already lost, even if nothing happens beyond that. Uh, That's the first battle. If we can retain that and win that battle, we can win the rest.
0: Well, Alan, this is how I see it breaking out. They'll stage more terror attacks in the next decades, even bigger ones in the next five to ten years, maybe mm-hmm. even sooner. They will get put into more and more compact yep. cities, more and more controlled, always in the name of safety, then more attacks, more attacks. Uh, and then uh, finally, just more and more re- uh, controlled bio-releases. Mm-hmm. I don't see them culling us off in three generations. Mm-hmm. They're openly talking about bringing us down to 500 million mm-hmm. in the next 20 years.
2: Yeah, the, the Ministry of Defense, the British Department of Defense, the highest think tank they have for the British realm.
0: They put out the new emergency report. That's a month right. Ago, Shang, tell them what it says.
2: Well, it's 90 pages, and they put nine in the newspapers. I have the full 90 on my website in the archives and they're talking about what they foresee in the up- upcoming 20 to 30 years. Yeah, I read the whole thing, too, just on mm-hmm. record, what he's saying is accurate. Go ahead. And they go on about uh, uh, there'll be flash mobs of people. like Now, it doesn't say they'll be unemployed or whatever, but you've really got to understand something would make... Joe, uh, something really awful would happen to make Joe and Jane Sixpack actually get away from the television. Maybe no television, maybe that would be the motive.
0: But then they try to claim all revolution will be
2: Marxist.
0: Yes. So they're already trying to claim the Mm -hmm. new revolution won't be a legitimate one. They're going to hijack it and put commissariats over. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: And they'll also give the leaders to the ones who are rebelling so so that they don't get to the destination they thought they'd end up in. Uh, That's classic too. The, The Soviets did the same thing they had the names of all the revolutionaries that helped in the lower levels, then to kill them all off once the revolution was over. Uh, so, um, this is old techniques to, to be reused again. However, we can't,
0: avoid. we can't think we're fighting the New World Order and call for a violent overthrow mm-hmm. and then, quote, some new general pops up who's a patriot. It'll be even worse.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And uh, But they also said they, they expected, um, because of the, the fact of creating, uh, and they are really speeding up the process of a. Un- a a multicultural global society um, that there will be flash mobs and race riots as they merge the people and they're going to use neutrino bombs. This is from the government on those particular groups of people when required. I mean, this is is amazing. What neutrino bombs are.
0: This is an official Ministry of Defense report and this is what they say. They believe or projecting. they say we believe this will happen. Mm-hmm. Their past reports have been accurate. Of course, they're orchestrating all of it, so they know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, neutrino bombs. They've got helicopters in every major city rigged with knockout gas right now. See. Folks, all I know is,
2: what have
0: I? The globalists become? doll up everything they do.
2: Nice. And I
0: just know it brings pain and misery and, and evil. And I know these people are sick. And I know they've got to be stopped. And I do have faith. I know that we'd be in a much worse position if good people hadn't stood up and fought since the beginning of time. But I want all the young people to know your style, your fashion, the destructive things you do, everything we're under is literally weapons being used against you and your family. And they're engaging in eugenics right now with the different compounds that are in the vaccines and the water, the air. To all the environmentalists, again, they're doing so many environmental things with the chimeras, the genetic engineering, dumping stuff in the ocean. You know, it's legal for them to just go out in the ocean and dump whatever they want. It's off the chart, and then they got you giggling. I mean, they're giggling at you. We've got to have a global tax for carbon dioxide. That's what you excel, folks. It's a tax on breathing. I mean, it's a big joke to them. And then they've got you dumbed down like primitives. The witch doctor would say, give me all the power or the sun won't come back during an eclipse. That's all it is. And they're now, I hear them going, we need to normalize the climate. Well, the the climate is never normal. It's never one way. See, I mean, they're literally just using ancient witch doctor scams on you. And uh, I don't think the elite control everything. I think they're out of control. Their genetic engineering the rest of it endangers even them. Most of them end up in mental institutions uh... They're not omnipresent. They're not all powerful. They learned how to con people. They learned how human activity operates thousands of years ago. They've got a big jump on us, but uh, they've made a lot of mistakes, Alan. Uh, I mean, I think that we're in danger. We talked about neutron bombs or neutrino bombs. Uh, they now admit they've developed antimatter weapons. Mm-hmm. Top physicists say that could cause a chain reaction, destroy the whole solar system, or create a black hole or worse. I, I mean, I just I-, I think they are the biggest threat to humanity. What do you say?
2: Well, they are. They are. They've tested out uh, their HARP technology. Actually, I've got all the frequencies for the shortwave where you can pick it up if anybody wants it. So they can click in touch with me. They'll hear the HARP being used 24 hours a day. But uh, they've also used the HARP technology, the standing waves, to cause explosions in the atmosphere. And that was the very thing that Tesla stopped uh, experimenting because. Because he, he was afraid that it could superheat the atmosphere to such an extent it would explode and, and catch fire. And uh, uh, two or three years ago you might remember this odd phenomena where uh, supposedly all the experts the next day that were hurriedly brought in said, oh, it must have been a giant meteorite went over British Columbia down into Washington state. And um, because it set off fire alarms and shop alarms all the way down. And yet none of the the radar characters or the astronomical crew actually saw anything coming in. And what they were really doing was testing this technology to cause explosions in the atmosphere. And then a week later I listened to the Australian news and lo and behold they had the same phenomena happening over a good part of Australia. Uh, So they have been testing these weapons out for a long time. And they've been using the, the, the populations over areas to be the, the guinea pigs for them. That's been declassified here. Uh, the town of Espanola, that's not far from me, were used as the guinea pigs for the heavy spraying. Uh, a few years ago, they sprayed day after day. It was the U.S. planes in conjunction with, the, uh, with authority from the Canadian government. They came up and sprayed them. Uh, the women were having stillbirths. Even the deer in the fields around were having stillbirths. And the people of Espanola took it to the court after court, right up to the Supreme Court in Canada, and it was admitted there, yes, this was uh, an experiment carried out by the U.S. military on the public, but they couldn't give them any more details as to what was used in the chemicals because of reasons of national security. We are the enemy to them. Um, They have no countries at the top. They are internationalists, and the peasant of America or Canada on no higher a scale than the peasant of China or India to them. We are their enemy. And they're they're testing this stuff out on us all the time.
0: Yep. Well, you're absolutely right. And uh, I am just, I am so upset by the fact that as a society, we face this, and it's just Alan, mm-hmm. I, but but again, to them, we're weak because we're upset by all the bad things they're doing, and we empathize mm-hmm. with fellow humans. For them, that is a great weakness. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. pathetic. Yeah. You're pathetic because it upsets us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, I just can't believe it. I look at all the happy little children.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I look at all the beauty in the world, and then there's this great evil running things, and they just they just go yeah. on and on and kill whoever they want and do whatever they want and just
2: cold-bloodedly and it's, it's psychopathic they're interested to study up uh, the long-term health effects on those people throughout their lives Th- this is the, how they get fascinated when they're children they probably pick the legs of insects you know or, or stick pins in them and put them on the collection boards these characters are really uh, deviant creatures you understand uh, the psychopath is a deviant
0: well, my analogy is there are a cancer. The cancer thinks it's dominant, it was mm-hmm. conscious, it's taking over, nothing can stop it. But really, it's killing the host, mm-hmm. it's malfunctioning, it's not elite.
2: Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a lot of them now, and they have lots of recruits from the lower classes. They do look for the psychopathic people within all classes, because they do exist all through the strata. And uh, they recruit them to be their hench boys, their military, their, their hardened cops. Uh, the new SS uh, uh, that's who are recruited the psychopathic types and they give them tests when they go into the military to find which ones are psychopathic
0: oh yeah and they ask them will you fire an Americans?" and 70 plus percent say no they go mm-hmm. get deadly shots shipped overseas to breathe radiation mm-hmm. but those that say yes get uh a plain clothes uniform, and they're driving around right now
2: in black crown Vicks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they even had a program on the BBC on how they, they found the people to work on the nuclear submarines who would avenge nuclear missiles. And uh, this was at the Holy Loch in Scotland, where the US base was. And uh, the American commander of the base said, We give them a, a test to find out which ones are psychopathic. They'll, they will uh, obey any order that their boss gives them because we pay them. In other words, the only, the only respect that the psychopath had, uh, the guy who would turn the key and launch the missile, was to his paymaster.
0: Well, it's like a tiger eating the Christians or a lion. It is only like who feed them. Uh, give us your website. I want to get you back up in the next few weeks, and, I, and this time I mean it, Alan. Yeah. Tell folks about your website.
2: I'm on uh, cuttingthroughthematrix.com and alanwartsentine- EU. Uh, and you can download a lot of these these, these facts and uh, the books I quote from for free. And I've also two or three things there for sale, which keeps yeah, me ticking over. Yeah.
0: People should support you. I want to get you back up in the near future, my friend. And God bless you. Thank you for spending time with us.
2: Thanks for having
1: me on.